Hey everybody, this is Matthew Ballantyne, the preaching minister at the Ninth Avenue Church of Christ, and thank you so much for joining us on this Journeys of Faith podcast, a podcast where we sit down with different members of our church family and we talk about the challenges, the struggles that they've overcome in their life as a result of the faith that they have in Jesus. Today's special guest is Andrea Oliver. As many of you know, Andrea has been facing a cancer diagnosis over the last year, but because of her faith, she has continued to let her light shine in an amazing way. Over these first two episodes, we're going to have the opportunity to just listen to Andrea tell her story. And one thing is going to become abundantly clear. Because of her faith, God gets all the glory. Andrea, thank you so much for joining us today. Let's start out with just the last year of your life and the challenges that you're facing right now. Just kind of catch everybody up on where you are. I was, I'm 72, and I was healthy as I could be until I was not. Lymph nodes swelled. Uh, I went to three doctors. I had two mammograms. I was chasing this. I knew something was wrong, but the doctors couldn't find anything. Mm-hmm. They couldn't but by the time I got diagnosed, it was already in 10 lymph nodes, neck, breast. Now it's spread to the brain. You've been on this journey for about a year now, right? And, and one of the reasons I really wanted to talk to you about it was because my perception and everybody else's perception is that um, really up until you had your fall, I guess, um, back a few weeks ago, that if you met someone who didn't know that you were sick, no one would ever know because you have just carried yourself in such a way that you have let your light shine in such a powerful way and have been so positive. And I know that you attribute that to that walk with God. Oh, I do. Absolutely, I do. And And he has blessed me with this peace about it the whole time. So one of the things that I think is very true just in life in general is... When we when we finally get to a point that we face a major struggle, major challenge, whether we're young or old or somewhere in between, everything about our life leading up to that point helps us face that moment. And so, in our time together, I want I really want you just to kind of tell your faith story. I was born into a very strong Christian home. My daddy taught the men's Bible class for 43 years. Wow. Uh-huh. He got a plaque when he, he, he had macular degeneration. Mm-hmm. He taught it for 43 years. It was the men's Bible class. Now, is that here at Ninth Avenue? Ninth so you're you're home. a lifer here. I'm a lifer. Okay. That's my home. And um, my mother was one of the kindest women I've ever known, mm-hmm. period. She carried food to everybody in this town. She was just... She lived her faith. Mm-hmm. She lived her faith. Um, and so I had such a strong background from the beginning. I was the first of three children. And um, my daddy told me every day I could be president if I wanted to. So therefore, I was stubborn, bullheaded, and all this stuff because you got to have those attributes yeah. if you're going to be president. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And then I got into a profession, into education and administration that I still had to have strong-willed, you know, ideas about things. So, you know, that was probably a big negative for me. (laughs) My brother always told me, if you keep your mouth shut, you'd be okay. I was baptized when I was 14, Mm -hmm. uh, July 4th, 1964. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So those fireworks were for you that yeah, night, right? They were for me that night. They were for me that night. And that day, I'll never forget it. I could not have held on to that to you. Mm -hmm. You know, it was, it was blowing me down. And so life was good. Yeah. And then um, I grew up and I went to Auburn. Mm -hmm. And for a, for a little while, I tried my wings that, you know, okay, maybe, maybe I won't be there every time the doors are yeah. open, that kind of thing. But then I married my high school sweetheart. Mm -hmm. And we had a beautiful daughter. Mm -hmm. And I went back to college, and he went to Vietnam. And he came back a very troubled adult. Yeah. And I, I just couldn't stay in that marriage. Yeah. And, uh, you know, here I was. I had an 18-month-old baby, no job. I just graduated from college. Instantly, I got a job at, at mm -hmm. elementary school. God still was providing for me. You know, he was providing. And um, I taught seven years, and then I was in administration mm -hmm. the rest of the time. And um, he just kept opening doors and, and taking care of me. Yeah. I married a second time and had a son. Very proud of my son. And um, that man was not a Christian when, when we um, met. Mm -hmm. And so we studied, didn't we? Um, and he was baptized before we were married. So, yeah. you know, he, again, he's just looking after me. And I've seen that through my whole entire life. Yeah. When I hit a valley, he just tugs at me. He knows, yeah. you know. I don't pull you out of this. Yeah. And he has. Well, let me back up and ask you. I'll be, you said you, you let you let your wings out a little bit when you went to mm -hmm. Auburn. Um, what was it about your faith? Because I know a lot of people go. Yeah. I think that's just a very natural part of our growth process that we get away from home. We get away from that foundation. I think maybe you're testing yourself. Is it my faith or is it my yeah. parents' faith? I would assume that there was still that tug of even oh, though I'm over here doing what I want to do. I, I know because of I what I've. That. I started going to the youth center, the mm -hmm. youth center, and it was fantastic. Yes. I did not, well, my freshman year, I did not join the brick system. My sophomore year, I did. I, I joined the mm -hmm. sorority. Um, and I was not really happy in it because going back to me being the president, I didn't like a sorority telling me what I had to do. <laughs> yeah. You know? Unless you were the president and of the sorority, right? The yeah. And so, you know, I. So then, uh, at. I started getting really involved with the, with the youth center, mm -hmm. and they had a wonderful uh, Christian youth center there. It's kind of one of those things that your your faith, you knew what you needed to be, you knew oh, yeah. where you needed to be, you knew what you wanted, what you had to do, even though you were kind of choosing to kind of, hey, I'm going to I'm going to live over here in my bubble for a little while. God still said, I'm going to open this door. I'm going to open it. And I'm still here when you're... When you're... That's right. Yeah. That's right. And then I come back to... You know, a marriage that I couldn't stay in, mm -hmm. so I was really struggling at that point. Yeah, but he kept lifting me. He yeah, kept lifting me. He kept lifting me. So you know, no matter what valley you come into, when you do walk in faith, God always lifts us, lifts us up. He lifts us. He shows us the way. Yeah, out. and so so you you, you I was you, such a daddy's girl growing yeah. up. My daddy could fix anything. You know, he could just do anything. Well. When I got into that valley, my daddy couldn't do one thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I had to depend on my real daddy. Yeah. You know, and uh, and I did, and I did. And then later on, even in my classroom, you know, that was a whole different time than we have now. I read Bible stories to my classroom mm -hmm. every single day. We wow. talked about them, and we didn't get in trouble with it. Mm -hmm. I probably. More had done about it, but I did. I mean, you know, the way I thought, 
I might be the only Bible some of these kids ever see. Well, I knew I was. Yeah. I knew I was because I knew their. I, I knew I tried to learn as much about their background as I could. So I just did it. Mm -hmm. A lot of us teachers did at that time. Yeah. We read Bible stories. We talked to them and we tried to teach those children life skills and relationship building and that kind of thing. So mm -hmm. that hopefully, you know, that seed was planted. You've graduated. You've, you've gone through this challenging marriage and life moment. You've, you have Stephanie. Uh -huh. um, how old were you when you started teaching here? About, let's say, 24, 25. Okay. Like so you're a, are you a single mom at this time okay. in teaching? Yeah. So, um, going to graduate school at night and weekend. Well, maybe what's one moment in that that you look back and you go, okay, this is where I saw God saying, I've still got you. You may not have thought about that. I um, because it was continuous. Yeah. Okay. Just like I was teaching only Matthew seven years in the mm -hmm. classroom. And Miss Campbell, uh, who was the assistant principal before me came to me and she said, no, it was about five years because I had to mm -hmm. go to school. She said, um, I want you to be my, I want you to take my place when I retire. And I said, Miss Campbell, I can't do that. I was just a kid, mm -hmm. a kid. She said, yes, you can. And you may just start preparing. I mean, it was just, it was things like that. One thing after another thing, she saw something in me that I didn't see. Mm -hmm. And so I, I went to the University of Alabama because it was close and I would go to night school and I would go to weekend college. And then I had to move down there two summers and I took Stephanie with me. Mm -hmm. And, uh, in two summers, I had my administrative degree. And then I got the next degree. And um, he provided all that. Yeah. You know, he said, yes, you can. Yes, you can. With me saying, I don't think I can do this. Yes, you can. Yeah. And I did. And I had uh, 27 years when I retired. I think sometimes we think about these great faith moments. And there are great faith moments along our way. But the more... The more important thing is that if you're living in the lot, his relationship with you is not, is yeah, it's not, okay, I'm here this moment. I'm here, and when you get to this challenge, you know I've been here this whole time, and you know I'm going to, to, to get you through this challenge here. And, and, and you may have gotten to this point kind of on, on your own a little bit, but I'm going to give you that extra to... Matthew. You don't I think? teach all day long, and mm -hmm. I would be so tired, and I had a baby, and so my mother would help with Stephanie. Mm -hmm. I would go drag to Alabama to those classes, and then I would come back. It was like, no, I, it was a push. Yeah. You know, I had that baby. I had to take care of her, mm -hmm. and I was going to take care of her, and he provided me a way to do it. Yeah. He just he gave you the strength to just keep he going. He gave me the strength to keep going. Yeah. You're teaching, and, and I love that you, you know, kind of despite, you know, our society is so different now, that yes. despite everyone saying you can't be this way in the classroom. You you kind of, you, yeah, you step out on faith. How important do you think it is for our teachers to just let their light shine? I mean, what? We have to. How did that change, though, when you got into the administration side? I did the same thing. The year I retired, I had a bunch of little girls that were really, they, they declared they were witches <laughs> and that they were casting spells. <laughs> All these kids at, at playtime, mm -hmm. you know, and it was scaring these little girls to death. Mm -hmm. It was scaring them to death. No, I got Bible out that time. You know, we read. Yeah. And I thought, I, I'm going to get in trouble for this one. But I had to. I had to reach those little girls. Yeah. You know, 
But anyway, no, I yeah. turned it over. I've always been there, and I guess, because, you know, I was going to be president. Through this current kind of challenge, the last year of your life, I know that a lot of, I know that your connection with so many people has kind of resurfaced. Uh-huh. Has it, have you been surprised Very much. at the Very impact much. that you had? Very much, Matthew. It's the most humbling thing I've ever, I've ever experienced. Yeah. I've got students that that check on me constantly, mm-hmm. which has really surprised me. Yeah. Really surprised me. If you could share one thought with those students now, after all the love that you've gotten from them over the last year, if you could share like just one, this is me sharing one thing with you, oh, what would you say to them? I love and appreciate them. I knew when they were sitting in my second grade classroom, you're going to take care of me one day. You're going to take care of, That's going to be my doctor. That's going to be my You know, I knew it. Yeah. And yet, um, they really have. They've come mm-hmm. through. And it, it's warmed my heart so much, and it has carried me so far. When and how did you meet Wyman? Uh, a blind date through a cousin. He worked at the hospital. Mm-hmm. He worked at the hospital uh, from the time it opened. Okay. And I broke my date like three times and because I was not interested. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'd break up with him. We'd start dating again. I'd break up with him. And he would slip to my mama's house to see Stephanie because he loved her. Mm-hmm. I think more than he loved me. I mean, I really do. He fell in love with her. And um, But that's how we met. You had come out of a challenging marriage. Uh, and I didn't trust. Yeah. And so how did faith affect that? We had studied together, mm-hmm. and he had become a Christian, and I knew what he could do for our family, mm-hmm. for setting, you know, uh, having a Christian home. I knew mm-hmm. what he could do with that, and and I needed that. I needed his strength. I wanted his leadership. Mm-hmm. You know? And so, and I, and I wanted more children. Yeah, I really did. I wanted more children. In that, I hear you came from such a great foundation. Mm-hmm. You wanted someone to create that foundation with. Uh, we made lots of errors, I'm sure, and um, but we always tried to put our religion, our faith, our worship services, always first, mm-hmm. you know, to show the kids that was important. Yeah. My prayer for my kids, both of them, from the day they were born, was that they would find somebody to fall in love with that would mm-hmm. them on their journey to heaven. And they answered that. Yeah. And to see Kaylee and her home mm-hmm. just blossom like it is, just swells my heart to know it. And that's your legacy. Also. That is your legacy because it started... I mean that started with you. You 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 laid the foundation for Stephanie to to flourish and blossom in her faith, and then her and Jamie laid the foundation yeah. for their kids, and and that has led. You know, it's yeah. the 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 faith that I see in your grandmother and that I see in your mom that I now see in you. You know, how how does it affect your relationship with God when you've got something like you said? I, I always prayed this for my children. And then when you see, even though it's years and years after you started praying, when you see the manifestation of that oh, prayer come, oh, yeah. how does it make you feel about God? Oh, yeah. He's listening. My answer's not all the, way, all the time going to be yes. Mm-hmm. It may be no. It may be later on. My daddy sure didn't tell me yes all the time. You know, my mama didn't either. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
if it's in God's will, pray, 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 pray. And I know he gets so tired of hearing me, but I say it's me again. Wow, what an inspirational story. Thank you so much for joining us for this first part of this Journeys in Faith podcast. Check back with us next week as we launch episode two. When we talk to Andrea about the struggles that she's faced over the last year and how her faith has helped her overcome those. Thank you for joining us. Have a blessed day.